Well, good evening, everybody. Man, it's good to see you guys tonight. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being in the house of the Lord. I don't know if you noticed this, this uh, crew up here on the front and all these awesome-looking T-shirts, but uh, we're proud of them. We're proud of them. We're proud of them. Uh, they're going to share. Many of you that are here tonight uh, spent some time and, and ministered some money, made donations toward their week that they've spent this last week. And so they're going to get to share uh, their grand adventure that they had this last week and tell us all about the fun that they had and the work that they did. And so I'm anxious to hear from them tonight. But before we do anything else, come on, the shoeless worship team. You better know the Holy Ghost is in the house when they all come shoeless. The shoeless worship team is about to lead us into the presence of God. <laughs> I told him I was going to kick my boots off and join them. And so, <laughs> hey, let's pray and let's welcome the presence of the Lord. Father, we love you. We thank you, and God, we praise you. You are true. You are real. You are genuine. And God, there's nothing that's hidden from your sight. Lord, I pray that you would just flood this place tonight. God, have your way. Be glorified. Be praised. God, be honored. And Lord, may it always be about you. We give you all the praise and glory in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Come on, let's worship the Lord. And there is no shadow that has ever overcome your light. And there is no rival that could ever stand against your might. You've always been with us. Every battle you've already won, you've already won, yes. And there is no weapon that has ever left a mark on you. And there is no army with the power to conquer truth. You've always been with us. You've already won, you've already won. Show me one thing he can do. Show me a mountain he can move. He's the God of the breakthrough and anything is possible. Show me one thing that's too hard. Show me waters he can part. He's the God of the breakthrough, and anything is possible, it's possible. There is a kingdom that's advancing at the speed of light, and in his kingdom, every dead thing is bound to rise. Oh God, I redeem. Faithful to revive, oh, he will revive. Oh, show me, Lord. Show me one thing he can do. Show me a mountain he can move. He's the God of the breakthrough, and anything is possible. Show me one thing that's too hard. Show me what. He's the God of 
through you, Father. Father, we thank you for your presence in this house tonight, God. We thank you, Lord, for the opportunity and the privilege to come in and worship your name freely, God, as we see fit, God, before you, Lord. Make it be a glorious sound, Father, into yours. Go ahead, Rick. Hallelujah. There is no battle that he's not already fighting for us, and God, we thank you for that. In advance, Lord, for the victory that you've won so that we can already be conquerors, God, in Jesus' name. Yes. Do it again. Do it again. When all I see is a battle, you see the victory. When all I see is a mountain, you see.
Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. He is a perfect love, God who has loved us with a perfect love. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You're precious to us, O oh God. You're precious to us, O oh God. Lord, we're humbled tonight with the thought and the imagination that the God who, who formed every star... It's the same God who formed every grain of sand. The God who formed the stars and the sand is the same God who formed us. You love us, Lord. You care for us, God. You know our every need, and, and we're important to you, Lord. Father, I, 
I ask you around this room tonight for every heart and God, every set of ears, every life represented, every home, every family, God, that you would, that you would hear our cries. God, you'd answer our prayer. Lord, I pray tonight that, that through it all, through that answer, that God, you be the one that receives the glory. You be the one who is always praised. You be the one, Lord, that's at the forefront of, of every situation, every circumstance. God, it's, it's always, it's always about you, Lord. We love you, God. We praise you. We give you thanks in Jesus' name. Come on, I love him tonight, don't you? Give him a hand clap of praise around this room. turn and greet somebody and tell them you love them tonight and you're glad to see them in God's house. Amen. Boy, it's good to see every one of you tonight. Thank you for being here. Um, I, I love these front rows that are filled up with all these good-looking young people and, and even them rows that are filled up with them older people. I... Glad to see y'all tonight, too. No, we are so proud of our young people. I, I, I feel so blessed and, and so honored uh, to get to serve along beside of uh, an incredible young man by the name of Jason Lambay. Uh, he, is, he is quality, uh, but as, as good as he is, he wouldn't be nothing without that tall lady who stands beside of him. And so, Miss Jill, we love you. We're so proud of both of you. Uh, they have had an incredible and incredible... Thank you, Lord. She belongs to me. Thank you, Lord. They've had a great week, and, and I'm so anxious to hear about all their adventures and all the things that they've done. I haven't even really had a whole lot of time to sit and talk to Chasen personally. I'm sure we'll spend hours tomorrow just talking about their trip and uh, the things that, they, that he won't talk to you about tonight. He'll tell Pastor about tomorrow. Uh, and so we'll have a good time with that tomorrow. But um, I want them to come tonight. Would you make... Uh, the most awesome youth pastor and his wife welcome tonight as they come to, to share. Chase, come on, buddy. All right. You only give me one mic. Sorry, Jill. Um, we're going to, well, for those of you that don't know, uh, this, uh, this is a beautiful color, this crimson and cream shirts it's crimson um for those that don't know we left last sunday morning about 9 9:45, uh and we headed to eureka springs uh, it's a long long trip on a busload of kids we made it there and we spent all week <clears throat> we worked and we played and we had a good time and and we got to watch the passion play the great passion play on tuesday night when it was about 180 degrees and then uh, Wednesday, we traveled up to Branson. That was our off day. And we watched the Jesus show at the Sight and Sound Theater in the air conditioner. We sat at the very top in the back, so it was still a pretty good climb, but it was at least air conditioned. And so but that was a great experience. Then on uh, Friday, well, we came back Thursday. On Friday, we uh, had the opportunity for, um, I think, of, of the 24 that went, 16 of them were in the Passion Play. Some of us said we're too old and fat to climb that hill. So... We let the kids do it, and Jill, Jill climbed it. 
But uh, and Kim and Kim 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 McLemore, she's not here, but she climbed it as well. And uh, and Emily, Emily's young though. Where's Kim? Oh, she's hiding in the back back there. Oh, I didn't see her. She went up and down the hill. And so, but we had a great time, and I've got a video, we'll show it, and then I'm going to have all the kids come up and let them tear of their experience, and then I'll, I'll close out and share with you guys. So if y'all are ready, uh, go ahead and play that video there.
that was a few of the 50,000 pictures that we had. And for some reason, I couldn't get the videos to be on here. So uh, what we're going to do, uh, our, the uh, LGAG Youth Facebook page, we're going to just download or tag or link, I don't know how they do it, uh, all of the pictures that we took. So everybody, I mean, everybody's got a phone, takes pictures and video. So all of them, we're going to try to or try to get as many of them as we can on the LGAG Youth Facebook page. So if you don't have that, <clears throat> if you don't have the Facebook page already liked or followed or whatever it is, I don't know, y'all know more about this than I do. Um, like, find it, like it, and then you'll be able to see And uh, as they post them in the next few days, they'll be adding a lot of pictures to it. So there's so many more pictures and videos. And uh, we just I didn't want to do a 45-minute uh, video because Robin threatened me if I did. So <laughs> No, there's no way we could get a whole week in just a, you know, a little short slideshow here. So uh, there's so many, so many more. We tried to kind of get a little bit of everything they did throughout the week, and so uh, it was awesome. And there is video of them in the play, um, but for some reason I couldn't get it. Anyway, I, actually, it wasn't me. It was Ethan. Uh, Ethan put the video together. I... I came home sick, and I didn't, haven't felt good, so I, I chugged some DyQuil, and I said, Ethan, will you uh, put those pictures on there? And we, I tried to help him a little bit, but anyways, he did a great job. Uh, so if y'all don't like the pictures, so guys, if y'all don't like the pictures, it was him, not me, so I'm just kidding. Hey, I want to have all of you that want to, or actually all of you, if, come on up, but um, you don't have to speak if you don't want to, but if y'all want to come up, just, just hang out or just kind of sit across the front here. Those wonderful crimson and cream shirts. Come on, Crystal. For those of you that you may not know who Crystal is, Crystal, uh, they, they've been coming, what, two weeks, three weeks, month, something like that. And, uh, and her kids are some down, somewhere down there's uh, Hunter and Aisley's here somewhere. But anyway. And they wanted to go, and she said, I'll go with them. And I said, come on. And so she didn't know what she was getting into. But so, uh, so we're glad they, they joined us and, and had a great time. Um, this is what I'm going to do. Um, I want you guys to, if you don't want to share, you don't have to. Uh, if you do share, try to keep it, you know, relatively not long. Um, because I'm going to talk for a long time. So, no, I'm kidding. Um, but uh, what, I, what I want you to do you can talk about you know what you enjoyed about the trip but um what i kind of want you to share something you, you guys got to understand we watched we saw the passion play tuesday night we saw the jesus show wednesday and on friday they were a part of but still got to see the passion play even if they were a part of it there was a lot of scenes where they were sitting and watching um during their when it wasn't when they weren't out there and so we saw the story of jesus three times this week and so what I want you guys to do is share something. Uh, you can share what you want about the trip, but share one, at least one thing that you learned this week about the story of Jesus that you might not have already known or you didn't. Maybe you learned it a long time ago, but you couldn't remember. Just something that stood out during one of the performances this week uh, that, that, that you kind of brought home with you about, what, about the story of Jesus. Okay. My definite favorite part besides hanging out with the kids was whenever we were in the program, that was my moment, right? Yes. 
Anyway, no, we had fun. It was really awesome because at the end, the ascension, you're just sitting there and you're looking at Jesus talking to all the people, the disciples and the people. Then all of a sudden you see him go in the air and you can be in the seats and you can see it. But let me tell you, when you're right underneath that and you see him up in those trees and it's just like, man, God, one day, one day we get to see the real deal show up in those trees. And it was just like, I don't know, it's so awesome. But they did so good. And the first day we like really got bragged on. I heard some adults from that worked at Eureka Springs at the Passion Play that they said how good our kids work and they didn't complain. And I was just really proud of them. They did a good job. Okay, now I'll give you the mic. Okay, my turn. <laughs> um, I had a wonderful week, like one of my favorite weeks, like favorite youth trip probably some of them because I loved all of our bonding time that we got to spend together. It was just super fun and I liked working with Libby <laughs> and I guess the rest of you. No, I'm kidding. I loved working with most of you, most of you, um, but... Um, one thing that I, I knew but forgot um, about, you know, the whole Jesus story, or maybe it wasn't in the story, which is what I talked about with Amanda, but um, when, like, they were all hanging on the cross, that, like, they broke their legs, you know, uh, because it would, they couldn't stretch up to breathe better, um, which I thought was a really neat fact. It was a lot of fun. Whoa. Hey. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. My, probably my favorite part was the work, which is odd, but it was a lot of fun working. I got to work with talent a lot, uh, which is something we don't, we don't hang out a whole lot, so it was a lot of fun. But um, probably all the miracles. Like, I knew Jesus did miracles, but, like, seeing them all within the two different shows that we watched, seeing the different views of them was pretty cool, how he, how he healed the... The people had raised them back from the dead and then healed the lame kids, and it was just, it was really cool. Okay, so, well, my, my week actually went better than camp. Um, I didn't get moved to the back of the uh, line. I didn't get moved to the back of the line when we were eating the food, so that was, that was pretty nice. I mean, I'm sorry, I had to bring it up, Mom. <laughs> okay, yeah, but anyways, um, I think my favorite part of the week was being in the play like it's it's a thing when you get to sit in the seat and you get to watch the whole thing but like you're actually in it and you're moving around and like you're experiencing it all it's just absolutely mind-blowing what Jesus like you get to see it firsthand what Jesus went through and I thought that was really cool but yeah all right Dan you're gonna talk what'd you learn what what did I learn I don't know I don't know I learned a lot of my favorite part besides working was the discounts at the gift shop. Um, but, yeah. Plus I like the cats. So, my favorite part I, I really enjoyed the working, but whenever they were flogging Jesus, me and Libby were able to be right in the window above where it was happening, so we got to actually see it close up, and then we also got to see him hanging on the cross close up, so that was really cool to get to see that. Thank you, Libby. Okay. 
Um, besides working with my partner, Rachel, and Joshua, and Bryce, you're okay. Um, I said Bryce. Um, okay, shush. I like the play because I got to not only be there in, how do you want to word it? I don't know. Not only be there and watch it actually happen, but to be up close and be in it, like how they seen it back in the times. It was very moving because um, me and Hannah, we were window ladies, and um, it was very cool because whenever they gave him the cross, he would fall down, and it was very, very moving and touching to me. So, um, My favorite time was on Wednesday when we went to Branson, and we just got to bond with everybody. And also what I learned was that I didn't know that the whip that they whipped Jesus with had, like, rocks and glass and everything in there. I did not know that, so that makes it a lot more crazy. <laughs> um, my favorite part of the week, um, I liked working with the people like Bryce, Shelby, Dax, Joshua. It's very fun. Joshua's very, very into Disney songs. But anyway, um, what I learned was that when I was in the Passion Play, when he was getting whipped, it makes it so real. Like, it's just amazing, and you get to see it, and it's, like, so crazy. It's out of your mind. Like, yeah. Um, I also didn't know that on the whip they put, like, like rocks and stuff to hurt Jesus' back even more. Um... Um, I really enjoyed um, painting the gazebo and singing Disney songs with Joshua. I also really enjoyed at the Sight and Sound, the Jesus play. It had a very good table flip. It was extremely good. It went into like slow motion. It was really good. I also, <laughs> I like being in the play with my Palm Branch buddy, Kim, over there. Um, yeah, it was really cool to like see it all close up. We were passing out like palm leaves and yeah. It was great. This was <laughs> It was great. This was also my first time doing this. I loved being in the play a lot. It felt really realistic and it was fun. And my favorite part was feeding the animals and I got to be with them. Um okay. So I actually left really early. So I didn't see anything. But uh one thing I did learn about the Jesus play is that it exists. And um, someday I'll go again and watch it. <laughs> all right. Um, first of all, I'm proud of the kids. They served really well this week. Um, I know. I know as soon as I said it. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate that. Um, they did really great. They didn't really complain, which is it would it'd be easy to complain. It was super, super hot. Okay, shh, we're pretending y'all were great. <laughs> Why ruin it? Uh, we did, they did good. They did good, even though Hannah, anyway, whatever. Um, what was I gonna say? I'm glad that we're teaching them to serve. Uh, someone commented on my post and was like, they're serving. And the reason they said that is because it's kind of a lost. Like nobody's doing that very often anymore. 
I'm taking a pause moment. Okay, so my favorite part was actually being in the play, even though we had to run up and down three times, up the hill, down the hill, if it was intense, but we did it. Um, we were part of the crowd. Most of us was part of the crowd. Uh, and at one point, we're all rejoicing. Hosanna, we have the palm trees, and that was like amazing. We got to see all the miracles. Hosanna, Hosanna you know, be rejoicing. We were also part of the crowd that had to say, crucify him. That, that hit. When everybody's around you going, crucify him. I'm like, no, no. Like, you know, it's Jesus. But of course we know, you know. But that was different for me. You know, it went from he's doing miracles, he's doing great, to everybody turned on him. Everybody turned on him. And that's kind of like the world today. Everybody's turned and like, no, we don't believe. We don't, you know, he's not who he said he was, but he is. So anyway, I think that's it for me. Um, my favorite part is actually two. Um, as you know, Pastor Chasen is amazing. Um, so definitely the, the services that we would go in together as a group and he always got some amazing touching um, stuff to say, stories. Um, so getting to watch my kids experience that was as a bomb. It's awesome. And then the other thing is going to the um, Holy Lands, um, the tabernacle, is that what that was? Yeah. yeah. Where, like, the, he was, uh, Moses was saying that the bottom uh, copper represented sin to the uh, sheet and then the top. Um, with silver, it was the redemption, and I'm like, wow, that's stuff that, A, I didn't pay attention to, or B, um, I didn't know, so, but God is good. I also want to thank all of our adult volunteers. It was a long week, and we all kind of took turns, and we survived it, so I'm very appreciative of all the adults. Woo! Amanda, would you like to speak? You didn't speak earlier. Hello. Okay. Um, so I think, I mean, obviously, like they all said, the Passion Play was amazing. The Jesus Show was amazing. Being in it was like a step up. Um, but I also really enjoyed just like those intimate times of worship that we did as a group together, just seeing the kids just forget what's going on, or attempt to at least, and just giving it, giving it all to him. That was um, a really powerful time, and I feel like it was a much needed, um, refreshing, yeah. Um, so that was probably my favorite part. Um, we, we survived, so that was also a win. It was a win. But, yeah, it was a great time. I would love to get to do it again, um, especially be in it, because that was super neat. So that's all I have. The hubcap did not survive. That's true. Um, first, I just want to say that, like, y'all, Chase and Jill are super awesome. So if you don't know, you, you should know now, because this kind of thing takes months of planning. Um, it's not just a, hey, we're going to go and, hey, we're going to do. It's months of planning. And so 
it's a lot of work and they do it well and they do it without you knowing that it was months of work. Like that's the cool part. Like they do it and you don't really know that it's months of work. You just think it all comes together. It doesn't. So they're awesome. So just know y'all have an awesome youth pastor and Jill is even better. Also, um, something that I really enjoyed was, and I questioned it a whole lot, and the guys will tell you I definitely questioned it. Like, the kids would go with different um, adults every day. Not adults, but interns. I don't call them adults. They're 18 or 19. They're still kids. But they would go, the kids would go with them, and they would work with them. And the next day, those interns would want the same kids. And I would be like, wait. They did a good job painting because I feel like we got some that could paint better than them. And they would want them, wouldn't they? I mean, they would want those same kids. And I just think that that speaks volumes. Like, we like this kid enough not to try another one. I'm a teacher. Sometimes I want to try another one, you know? I mean, it's true. Yeah, I mean, you know. You know, if you've worked with kids, you know, let me get another chance, you know? I'll get another class list, can we switch? Um, So I think that spoke volumes about our kids and who they are. And um, yes, Emily's right, the the moments of worship are also my favorite, I love that, that's that's awesome. And when we watched um, Jesus and Branson, if you've not been there, you need to go. And it's a passion play too, make it a weekend. Um, but you need to go. And I think sometimes we forget what Jesus really did. And like, when you see it in real life, you remember and they say things that make you go, wow. You know, when they said Jesus took on the sin of all the world, past, present, future, all of it. And in that moment, he took on the sin of the world. It, you can't help but cry. You can't help when you're watching Mary hold her baby and then you're watching Mary on at the cross with Jesus on the cross. You can't help, but that is, yes, it's emotional. But yes, the Lord works through our emotions and he makes us remember who he is and what he did. And so that was an amazing, and a, I know, I know, and I don't, I don't usually cry, but it's, I mean, it's, it's, it was amazing. Um, I just, the whole week, y'all is hot. Y'all were hot here. We were hot there. The kids worked hard. They worked hard and we were not inside. We watered four, and I'm not exaggerating, four million plants. It's not funny. I'm just kidding. It's kind of funny, <laughs> but it's true. We watered a lot of plants, but the kids, your kids are awesome. Chasing it, chasing and Jill are awesome. Um, the whole thing was just a really good week. Did we want to strangle a couple, a couple? That's fine. Everybody wants to strangle each other. We spend a lot of time together, but they're really good kids. So consider yourself blessed. All right. Y'all can, <clears throat> y'all can Y'all can go sit back down there. I wanted to say, uh, Clint McLemore went with us. 
and uh, he couldn't be here tonight. He's working. But he, he went, and he called me last week. He said, I'm off until Friday. Can I go? And I said, yes, you can. And uh, because up until that point, I was the only uh, man that was going. There were several ladies to deal with all these girls. But, um, yeah, quit. Ethan's just a kid still. Don't He's not. We did, we did have three grad, high school graduates that went, but we considered them still kids. So, uh, <laughs> um, But Clint went, and Clint was invaluable to me because there were so many times that I, you know, just needed to kick my feet up or just, to, you know, needed a, a moment to, you know, not kill anyone. And he went in and dealt with the boys while I took a moment. And then I, he would have his moments where he would, you know, I would give him some time to rest and I would deal with some, you know. We didn't have as many boys as girls, but sometimes I think that doesn't matter. But I know Clint had a great time as well. Um, they all said their favorite thing all week. And some of them lied because they said it was the work. And I, I just want you to know that they... The work was not fun. That was not my favorite thing, and I didn't even have to do that much. I'm more supervised, but uh, I know it wasn't their favorite thing because I ended up doing some of the work. You know, so I think they had a, they the girls especially had a good time with some of the you know some of the the interns that worked there through the summer that are kind of the supervised. They were so there was a couple of the cute boys, and they was all wanting to, wanting to go and hang out with them. And <clears throat> I feel like. I feel like they got more work out of them than, than I would have just because, you know, they didn't want to look bad in front of them. And then for a little while, on the first day, all I ever saw of Libby and, and Rachel was sitting in the back of a truck driving around the whole thing, and you'd hear them. We would hear them, whoo, screaming and hollering way off over there, and we'd be like, man, they're not doing anything. And so anyway, they say they were working, but I don't know. So, um, but... I want to I want to say thank you. They mentioned it a couple times. I want to say thank you to everybody um, that helped us out. Um, and this is, uh, you know, that we sang that song. I think this morning there's a miracle in the works or something something like. Um, Julie won't let me sing, so I don't know the lyrics. But <laughs> no, it's not fair. That's right. Um, we raised just under ten thousand dollars to go on this trip, and. For, for 24 of us to go, it cost us right about $9,600. And, and so, you know, and there, there towards the end, uh, we added a few right there at the end. And then I was starting to get a little worried about it. But some money started coming in and that, that helped cover. And so, I mean, that, that's God. That's a miracle, you know, that we could raise. I mean, these are a bunch of kids. And they're not, you know, they, you know they're great kids. But, I mean, $10,000, that's a lot of money. And so to be able to go on this trip and, and, uh, uh, so, I mean, uh, thank you guys. And we didn't go out and do a whole lot of outside stuff. A lot of it was from inside the church. Uh, you guys ate fish and, uh, you guys cooked fish and some of you bought fish and some of you, you know, donated this and that, and they donated to our walkathon and, and, uh, a lot of you bought water bottles and, and just, and some of you just donated money. And so we are so appreciative. Uh, if nothing else that came about because of this, Every one of these students and the adults got to see the story of Jesus three times this week. And it wasn't, listen, I, uh, I, we, we, to compare the Jesus at the Sight and Sound Theater with the Great Passion Play is, there's, there's not, they're, they're two different shows. 
and there's two different audiences. We went to, uh, there wasn't even, the, the, the stadium will seat 4,100 people at the Great Passion Play, and they said they haven't had over 1,000 in, in, in a while. And to see just, you know, it looks like here sometimes on Sunday night when there's only a handful of people and a lot of empty, to sit out and look at it, and there's maybe five, 600 people there. And then you go into Branson, and it's inside, it's air conditioned, and it's all the high tech, and the you know they have a wall of TVs that are back there. You know, it's basically what it is, and and all of the stuff that they have, and it, you know, again, it's air conditioned. And this week was a very hot week. You know, they said that the seating in there is 2,085 people, and it was full. I mean, there was maybe 100 seats empty through the whole building. But <clears throat> the difference in what was presented, there was no difference. It was the gospel of Jesus Christ was presented in both of them. One was more high-tech. One was more old-fashioned. But I promise you, either one of them tells the story of Jesus and, and, and portrays it in a way that uh, I don't care how many times you've heard the story or you've seen even the movie The Passion of the Christ, this is the whole because Jesus is walking in front of you. And Jesus, they're going up that hill. And <clears throat> I had the opportunity to be in the play, and I was really excited about it until Tuesday night when we watched the play. Um, the someone someone told me they said you you could probably even be a uh, one of the disciples, you know, because you're you know I, I look older than the kids. The most of the boys were soldiers, and uh, so they they got to you know that was kind of their dream. They got to be Roman soldiers. On Tuesday night, I watched the play, and I watched those disciples follow Jesus up and down that hill. <laughs> Multiple times. And I really thought it would be really cool to be sitting in that, the upper room when he breaks bread and he, he gives the cup. And I thought that would be so awesome to be in that scene. But they immediately left that scene and ran up to the top of that hill to the garden to pray. And then they arrested Jesus, brought him back down the hill, and then they drug him back up the hill, and then and the disciples ran. I said, I'll take pictures. <laughs> there was a time I would have ran. Now, now, don't get me wrong. I went up and down that hill many times this week. Not in a play, not dressed in, 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 in a dress and a full robe and with the thing on my head and running after Jesus. Because they didn't walk up that hill. They ran up that hill. And it was not, a, it was not like climbing stairs. It was absolutely almost straight up in some parts. And they had to get from here to there quickly because if they didn't, the music would, you know, it was all cued. And they had to be there at a certain time. And they had to make their scenes. And so um, I, I felt sorry for Judas. He ran up and down that hill many times, which, you know. Poor Judas, but 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 uh, but you know it was it was it it was really cool. It was really a great experience. Uh, I enjoyed it. My favorite part was the buffet dinner. I'm not joking. It was awesome. It was awesome. There was so much food, and uh, and they took care of us, and and we had a great time. But and and I do have to brag on the students, like Amanda did. They, you know, we had no problems out of them. Uh, you know, of course, they're gonna say you've got a great group. They're gonna say that. They want you to come back. You know, because they need help. We really, I, I, we didn't see, I, to me, I'm thinking we're not really doing a whole lot to help them. But when you think about to have 20 kids running around out there doing the things they were doing, if they had to pay people to do that. And, and here's another miracle, um, and some of you guys know the story of the Passion Play. In 2012, they shut it down. They were uh, 
almost three million dollars in debt i can't remember the exact amount it was over two and a half million i think in debt and they couldn't make the interest on that and so they were going to be foreclosed on uh they owed thirty-five thousand something dollars in taxes and they couldn't make the payment on it so they said we're going to shut it down the gospel station many of you guys know the gospel station out of ada uh, uh randall christie is uh, has the gospel station there they took it upon themselves to pay the interest and to pay off the the, the taxes and kind of take it over and he, he made the announcement that night, and I talked to him a little bit because he pastors church right up here in Ada, not that far. And so uh, he said that they now owe, after nine years from them taking over, they now only owe $800,000 in debt. And so they've paid a million and a half or almost a million. But the amazing thing about that is, is they have not shut it down. They continue to run every year from May through October and have three, not, three shows a week and pay a full staff and cast and everything that they have to do, meet all their bills in addition to paying over a million and a half dollars in debt off. And that's amazing. You know, at one point they said, we're not going to be able to share the story of Jesus, but God provided a way. And so it's through this stuff. Uh, I asked them <clears throat> when they started the uh, mission trip program. And they said in 2015, they started it. They took it over in 13 and they had this ideal to allow churches to come in and, and work. And so it saves them a lot of money on that, but also it gives these students an opportunity. And, and you know, this is something they'll never forget. Uh, it's one thing to get to go and see it. I remember as a kid, we went and watched it, but to be in it, to stand down there and look up at the crowd and to, to be standing there, as Kim said, and see Jesus uh, on the cross, to see him ascend. And, of course, they know the secrets of how they do it now, but at the same time, just the fact. <clears throat> and I'm telling you, it's powerful. When he calls Lazarus come forth and he comes out and when, when Jesus dies and, and, and they, I mean, the, the sound, the speakers, you know, you think our little subs or something, they've got music. It shakes the stands when the earthquake happens and the lights and the flashes and all of the, from the earthquake and, and the veil rips in the temple and, and, and just, it's so, you know, and, and I told Jill, um, I told you, I said, I keep wiping tears away, but the thing about it is, is because I've read the story and I've preached the story so many times, but to actually see it live happening in front of me, there's something about it. And so, um, one of my favorite moments during the week was not necessarily the play, although, the, you know, as, as wonderful as it was, but, um, the kids mentioned the bonding and the time that we spent together and it was really great. But Monday, uh, was it Monday? Yeah. Monday night. We only had a couple of nights that we didn't have stuff going on. Tuesday, we watched the play. Wednesday, we were in Branson with the other play. Friday, we were in the play. And so Monday and Thursday were really the only nights that we had as a group that we had some free time. And so uh, um, I got guilted by Kim McLemore of, are we doing a devotion tonight? Are we going to have our own little service tonight? And I'm thinking, man, I just, you know, walked up and down this hill 47 times in the first day. I'm tired. But anyway, so, so I, I sat down. Uh, and, and I prayed for a little bit and, and, and the Lord kind of laid this on my heart and I'm, I'm not going to tell you the whole, the whole thing, but what was so awesome about it, um, I, I looked at the students, we actually went and sat on the stands of the, the passion play and we got there just before dark. And so it kind of got dark <clears throat> as we were sitting there and, um, I shared with them this, I said, look, you know, Tuesday night, we're going to see the passion play Wednesday. We're going to see the Jesus, uh, show or play, whatever you want to call it. Um, third, uh, Friday night, you not only get to see it again, you get to be in it, you get to be a part of it. 
You're going to see this story three times this week in a way you've never seen it before. I mean, the, the movie, The Passion of the Christ, is such an awesome movie, but to see people actually down there, it's, it's, and, and then to see it at the sight and sound. And I said, you know, you're going to get to hear this story three times this week. And you're going to, you're going to see things that you never thought about. You're going to see, you know, we hear things, you know, we, we, in, in our minds we envision what it was like. But to actually see it happen in front of us, there's something about that. And I told him, and, and I picked up some of the little flyers here. This is the one for the Great Passion Play. And it's just a, you know, it's just a little flyer about all the stuff that they do. And it was pretty cool. And, and you know, this is a great, it's a great story that they tell there. They do a great job. This is the Jesus show at the Sight and Sound Theater. And uh, the one thing about this one is it did not focus as much on the trial and crucifixion as it did the life of Jesus, which was awesome. Because you may think, well, they didn't, they didn't show him beating him and they didn't show all of this. You know, they did a little bit, but they flashed through that part real quick. They didn't focus on, you know, the passion of the Christ part as much. But they showed the, the miracles and they showed the parables and they, they acted out. Jesus was sitting over here and he talks about the, par- the prodigal son. And all of a sudden over here, the scene plays out in front of us. And it talks about uh, Mary Magdalene and some of the others. And, and when Jesus uh, spoke to the woman at the well and, and when they were going to stone the prostitute, I mean, and, they, they, and, and how he healed these people. And, and he, we saw it happening in front of us. And so it was a great story. And I said, here's the deal. These are really great stories. But if all it is is a story that you see, you know, then you're not really getting anything out of it. And I challenged them, don't just let the story of Jesus, this is a book, you know, this is the number one selling book in the world, it's got more copies out there. They have a Bible museum, it's really awesome, I've, I've studied Martin Luther and, you know, back in the 1500s, the, Ref, the Reformation and the time, uh, the changing into the Protestant church, or he kind of was kind of one of the founders of the Protestant church and, and you know, went against the church and they tried to kill him and he translated the Bible into German so that the German people you know, before that, they had to go to the, to the, I guess, the temple or, temple or tabernacle, wherever they went, and hear it read by people who could read Latin or who could read the original Greek and Hebrew. He translated it so the common, the normal people could read it. And they had a Bible. It was a, it was a Martin Luther Bible. It wasn't the one he actually wrote himself, but it was from 1599. And so it's just amazing to go in and see all the old Bibles that they have. Some of the rare, they have some of the rarest Bibles in the world there. It's a great story. But if all it is, is a story, then, then what good is it to us? So I told him a story, another story about an encounter that I had with something, someone, and for some reason they didn't believe me, but I have proof. I have proof there, you know, I mean, Think about it. You know, Bigfoot is an awesome story. There's this guy. We assume it's a guy. Could be a girl. I don't know. Could be both. Out there in the woods, all across America, that is scaring people and, and, and terrorizing people. I don't know. Maybe he's being friendly. I watched Harry and the Hendersons. He was pretty friendly. And, you know, but this guy's out there and we hear all these stories and people swear that he's real. And I have a story, you know, where he, you know, I saw him one time, you know, and I might have been on some day quill or something, but... But, you know, it's a really, I have a really cool story, and I spent 10 minutes telling them my cool story about seeing Bigfoot in the woods, and they didn't believe me. But yet, they'll sit there and watch the story of Jesus, 
and believe it. And I said, here's the, the difference in these two stories is, I said, is the proof. But it's up to you to find the proof. You have to have the proof. And you have to know Jesus to know the difference between a, a story about, you know, Bigfoot. I mean, I, this was at the Great Passion Play. And listen, I didn't bring it, but I found in the gift shop, my body, a little bitty Bigfoot about that big. And I thought, y'all won't be able to see it, but I, I, I'll have it in my office. But I mean, the difference between this story and this story right here is the proof. And I, I read on this scripture in Jeremiah 29, 13, that says, you will seek me and you will find me when you seek me with all your heart. And I challenged them that, that night. I said, this is what I want to do. I said, there's 4,100 seats in this stadium and there was 24 of us. You don't have to sit by anybody else. I said, we don't have any music. I love our worship music. We had a night of worship where we just sang songs and, and man, the Holy Spirit moved. But I said, it's you and nobody else out here. You can find your own little spot. And we're sitting here looking at the scene of, of the, the, the hill with the crosses and the tomb and the city of Jerusalem and the temple, you know, and, and Mount Calvary, you know, and, and we look at this and we're sitting here and, and they had light shining up on it that stayed on all night and it's dark up in the stands. And I said, what better place to seek him while we're sitting here looking not at the real thing, but at a replication of the thing of, of the cross that Jesus died on for our salvation. And, and I read that scripture again, you will seek me and you will find me. No doubt about it. See, people are seeking Bigfoot every day. I mean, there's people paying big money. Listen, I don't understand it. We're sending things into outer space. We're spending billions of dollars to go to Mars. There ain't nothing on Mars. We can spend all the money in the world doing that. But the word of God says, you will seek me and you will find me. And I'm telling you, those kids spread out. And I got more emotional then than I did watching the play. But as they spread out, they spent, oh, man, it was 30, 45 minutes. And, you know, and, and there's always some that they pray about five minutes and quit. But I'm telling you, some of them got out there, and I truly believe they found Jesus. Not walking up down the hill in a white robe, but they found Jesus because they spent time seeking him. And that was my goal. My goal was not to tell them a story. I could read the story here. We could watch a movie. But my goal was for them to spend time seeking Jesus. In a, in, a, in a completely different atmosphere, in a place that they not only saw the play, what the story of Jesus, but they could actually seek and find him. And that's our goal. Our goal is to find Jesus. Don't let it just be a story. And, and, and I challenge you tonight, if it's just a story for you, then, then you're missing out on, I'll, I mean, Jesus came for, the Bible says he came to seek and save that was lost. But more than that, he came to heal, he came to deliver, he came to set you free. The chains of bondage that you've been strapped to in, in finances, the chains of bondage in your, your, your physical uh, ailments, the chains of bondage of offense that you're held to, you, you're struck. You know what I, I keep telling, I say this, offense is like tying yourself to the ground. You'll never move forward as long as you're holding on to that offense that you've been offended by. And you know what, Jesus didn't just came to save you, he came to cut those chains, he came to set you free. If we seek him. And the Bible says if we seek him, we'll find him. Let me read one more scripture. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 8, <clears throat> verse 5 and 6 says, There may be so there may be so-called gods both in heaven and on earth, and some people actually worship many gods and many lords. And he says, But for us, there is one God, the Father, 
by whom all things were created and for whom we live. And there is one Lord Jesus Christ through whom all things were created and through whom we live. And if we seek him, we will find him. And, and that, that's so powerful. It's, it was powerful watching the story, but we know it's more than just a story because we could have went to any show in Branson. We could have went to any show. I mean, we, you can go watch about Star Wars fighting in outer space and you can watch about, you know, superheroes fighting each other and Batman and Superman. Those are just stories. You can seek Superman all you want. You'll never find him. But you can seek Jesus right now and you'll find him right now. As he says, if you come close to me, I'll come close to you. If you draw nigh unto me, I will come and I will draw nigh to you and I will bless you and I will move in your life and I will pour out my spirit upon you. And so my challenge to you tonight is just like a challenge to these kids. Seek him. Don't just seek the story. Don't just seek the experience. We have this awesome worship experience. That's awesome, but it's not just an experience. Seek Jesus and he will find you. He will come to you. I've, I've looked for Bigfoot a few times, and I'm kind of glad I never sat, found him. So I don't know what I'd do if I did. But every time I seek Jesus, he comes. Amen. Will y'all stand with me? You... I just want to pray. And if y'all come on back up here. I want you guys, just, just stretch your hand out, or if you want to make your way down here, that's fine too. Um, I hope they've showered since we got back. I want you guys to just pray because I know some of these guys had an experience with the Lord this week. And, and you know what? They're going to start school in a couple weeks or three weeks, four weeks, whatever it is. And the enemy is going to come after them and attack them. And he's going to try to steal everything they, they've seen, everything they've experienced. Not just through this, but through the kids' crusades we've done, through the camp, through all the stuff we've done with them this summer. The enemy is going to come, and he's going to attack them, <clears throat> and he's going to try to take it away. He's going to try to tell them it's not real. It's just a fairy tale. It's another story like Bigfoot. But I know God is greater, and I know there's nothing the enemy can do to destroy. And I want you all to just reach out. Let's just pray over these guys as, as they prepare. They're going back to school soon. And as they prepare, Lord, I pray that you would just move, God. You would strengthen them, God. You would touch them, God. You would give them power and a boldness through the power of the Holy Spirit. Jesus said when the Holy Spirit comes, he comes to give power to be witnesses. And, God, I believe as the Holy Spirit moves among them, they're going to be witnesses for you in Long Grove and Plainview and Ardmore and Dixon and around the world because they love you so much. And God, I pray right now that you would bind the enemy from coming against them and attacking them. God, in their homes, in their school, Lord, in their jobs. Some of them going to college, God, in their college they're going to be attacked. But I pray that you bind the enemy from attacking them and stealing what you've given. And Lord, I pray right now that you just strengthen them, God. Fill them with your Holy Spirit. Fill them with your power right now, God. God, that they would remain strong in you. And we love you, God. We praise you because we know that you're, you're true. We know that you're real. We know, God, that you're more than a story. And we love you tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, are we proud of them tonight? Can we give them a hand clap? You guys are amazing. You guys are amazing. I've been asked several times throughout the day um, if I had a piece about the announcement that we shared with you this morning. 
I can tell you without question because of people like this and people like that man I have a peace that surpasses understanding I trust that young man I trust these young people I trust y'all God is good and he's he's doing good stuff let me pray over you tonight one more time love on one another father we thank you for the incredible day that you blessed us with we thank you God for every set of ears and every heart in this room thank you Lord for the week uh, that you blessed this this group with Lord you kept them safe you guarded over them you kept them from from being overheated and God they found out the story was real and Lord I thank you for that you always reveal yourself to us as real if we'll seek you we'll find you now Lord be with us this week bless the things that they lay their hands to do use them God for the glory of your kingdom and may they may they continue to search and find you we love you and we praise you in Jesus name amen amen God bless you love on one another tonight please